Ladies and gentlemen, you are here with the most dangerous wrestling podcast around the outsider's edge. And this is your boy, Damo. And this, we got my man, Sam Blackwell, on the line. What's going on, Sam? Yes, sir. Happy Rusev Day, sir. <laughs> it's Rusev Day. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, man, it, it really is like Rusev Day because I mean, this is a, this has been a this has been this has been a lot of big news uh, this week and last week, and then we got SummerSlam coming up, of course. So, Ooh, really, so this, this looks like it's gonna be a real decent show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're gonna kick it off with our um, with our, well, our hot topic hip toss real quick. Um, just to cover a few quick topics because we got a lot to cover with SummerSlam. So, um, first, I forgot to uh, mention one of these last week. Um, we had the passing of uh, WWE legend Nikolai Volkov. Uh, oh, yeah. Last week. Then we had another legend pass this week with uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart uh, passing mm. earlier this week. So two big legends in wrestling uh, are gone now, which was uh, a sad to, sad to hear. But um, it was bitter. I don't know. For me, it was bittersweet because you think about the you think about the memories watching them growing up and stuff like that. And then it's like, but then at, at the same time, you're sad that they're that they're gone. But um, from what I've seen, uh, I didn't really hear too much about Nikolai Volkov. But from what I've seen from uh, Jim Nyhart. I mean, he lived a he lived a full life. Even has his daughter, who's a star in WWE now. And um, and I, he was really really excited about uh, the fact that Natalia's career really took off in WWE. So. Yeah, I re- I remember seeing Nyhart kind of near the end of his career. Mm-hmm. He did some stuff in WCW, like when I was a kid and stuff, and I never really got to catch him in his prime as part of the Hart Foundation. But, you know, going back and watching stuff on the network, which shameless plug you can buy for just $9.99 a month. Just $9.99. But being able to go on there and, you know, see, like, the history and, like, what the Hart Foundation did. Yeah. it's impressive to say the least. Yeah, I'm. I'm and then, of course, Nikolai Volkov. You know, at that, I mean, at that point, I mean, he was back in the seventies. He was shoot. That was when it was the WWF. <laughs> you know, fighting with with Bruno and you know, doing stuff with uh, Ted DiBiase and all that. Like, man, he had a career too. Yeah, 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 really. Got two legends gone. So, on a lighter note, (laughs) on a lighter note, we have the return of the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose. Looking twice the size as he was when he left. I was like, he got jacked. Are you kidding me? Dean Dean was not playing around. <laughs> I was like, he was never this cut ever. <laughs> Dean is about Dean is about to tear some stuff up, man. Oh, he, he's ready. Yeah, 
Like, I, and I'm, I'm like, I, he was always my favorite of the shield. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I've, so I've always liked Dean. Like, I've always liked Dean. He has he, that. He has he that running. He has that uh, that Rowdy Piper uh, feel to me. So I always, oh, like, yeah. I always like a real crazy guy. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, to me, he always came off of like a mix of like if if Roddy Piper and Brian Tillman had a baby, <laughs> it's Dean Ambrose because he's a little bit crazy, but like crazy enough to where you don't know what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was always kind of. He's still stable enough to where you knew he wasn't going to go too overboard, but right, right. you still were a little scared. Right. <laughs> the lunatic fringe. <laughs> that and is... you call that for a reason. Yeah. And I'll, let me tell you right now, was I don't think anybody was happier to see him back than his wife. Yeah. Let's talk about joined, that. Who also joined commentary Monday night. Let's talk about that. Okay, for for real, for real. Okay, I'm late. I'm late to the party because I I've seen uh I've seen like videos, pictures, or whatever of them at events together. Totally non wrestling related stuff. So it's like okay, yeah, I'm no dummy. Y'all are dating. <laughs> like I'm seeing y'all out at hockey games and all kinds of stuff. Y'all are dating. So then uh, Renee does a, a post-show interview and she's like, yeah, it was good to call my husband coming back. And it was like, huh? <laughs> Your husband? I'm like, So I'm like, when, when did this happen? I totally missed this. When did Renee and Dean Ambrose get married? Or were they married lo- a long time ago and that's just kind of surfacing? Oh, yeah. No, they, they, they've been together for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, got, they got married like last year. Okay, Dang, I, I missed all of that. Because I, I, I remember one interview that she did on on Raw with uh, Samoa Joe, and he made a comment, basically saying how she was, you know, she's on the show, you know, working, making the money while her husband's kind of sitting at home. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah. And you could tell, you could see the look on her face. She was trying not to just slap him so hard. <laughs> Okay, I I remember I, I I vaguely remember Samoa Joe making those comments, but I never connected it to him. Uh, you never connected it, yeah. Yeah, Dean Ambrose with Renee Young. I never even put that together. Wow, that's interesting. But she did it. She did a great job Monday night, though. Oh yeah, I thought she was great. Yeah, she was on. Um, uh, like I said last week, she's like the she's like the Delta Burke of WWE. <laughs> Yeah. And then her and um, her and what? Oh gosh, how can I not? How do I forget his name right now? Oh, help me out! Oh, Michael Cole? No, no, the good one. <laughs> Sorry, not Michael Cole. Um, not coach. Well, coach wasn't there. She was replacing coach. Yeah, uh, no. Oh my God. How do I repeat his name right now? Oh, this is bad. As far as you talking about one of the commentators, right? Yes. Uh, not uh, not uh, Graves, uh, Corey Graves. Yeah, Corey Graves. Thank you. Okay. God, I cannot believe I didn't know that. <laughs> but no, but two of them together was great. If we can just get Michael Cole off, then we're happy. Everybody's happy. You don't like Michael Cole? 
he tries way too hard. <laughs> to me, he tries way too hard. <clears throat> See, I feel like I feel like that about uh, about Corey Graves. Sometimes, Corey sometimes, Graves yell everything. Yeah. But Cole, Cole seems like he's just yelling the entire night. <laughs> well, Cole is supposed to be like the he's supposed to be like the the Jim Ross type factor of the commentary. So he's supposed to have yeah, like the, to go. he's supposed to have like the you know. The big exciting comment when something happens or whatever—that's that's Michael Cole. But I always feel like I feel like a lot of times Corey Graves is trying to do that the whole time, or I don't know. The, I don't know. Sometimes it seems like they're trying to make him the uh, the heel commentator. And that's then exactly some, what he is. He does great at it. No, no. And then sometimes it seems I like think, they try to flip it and make him something else. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I, I mean, in general, I like I like Corey Graves. But I always, I, I guess I'm more of a, I guess you're a Corey Graves guy. I'm a Michael Cole guy. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Corey Graves guy. But I think that he he has a good dynamic with whoever else is at the table with him. I feel like he's good at what he does. Yeah, I'd probably say. No, I, I will always be a Bobby Heenan guy, though. Right. Yeah, I'd probably say right now the only uh, there's probably two commentators I really don't care for too much. Um, okay. And now, and that would be now I'm having a slip of the mind, but there's a there's a, the other guy, uh, the young black guy that's on the commentates with them on Monday. On oh, Monday Byron night. Saxon. Byron Saxon, yeah. Oh yeah, See, I don't mind him. He's funny. Yeah, I mean he's okay. He doesn't bother me that much. He's okay, but sometimes I, I feel can, like I he's can a... see I can see how other people might not like him though. Yeah, he just kind of comes off as like a just like a third wheel, like he's just kind of hanging around, like he doesn't seem. No, it's exactly what he is. Yeah, he just doesn't seem he doesn't seem engaged as much. Like he's still he's still like he's, yeah. I don't know maybe he's still trying to find his spot or find his niche or whatever. But it's like all the other guys you can kind of tell that they're like they're kind of comfortable in their skin doing what they're doing. And then there's the guy I, on yeah, uh, SmackDown. I, I and then there's the guy on SmackDown. And I really can't remember his name either because I really don't pay too much attention to him. <laughs> 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 so. Thanks, Thanks, man. <laughs> So, so yeah, so those are our hot topics. So we're gonna jump into uh, we're gonna jump into SummerSlam. Um, SummerSlam. I didn't really look at the the lineup till today, and when I looked at the lineup, I was like, "This is gonna be a really good pay per view." Well, it's one of the big four. It's gotta be. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, this is going to be really, really good. Like, this is not going to be a joke. Even with no. even with the uh, <laughs> the one match, a lot of people don't want to see, which is Brock versus Roman again. <laughs> it's still even with that. It's still it's still going to be a great pay per view. Um, now the the kickoff show. I'm going to watch the kickoff show, but. I'll probably like 
like not completely be engaged watching the kickoff show. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch it because Elias is on it. But past that, I don't really care that much. <clears throat> yeah, like <clears throat> yeah. I'll pretty much it'll yeah that pretty much will probably be the a lot of the maybe Rusev that's about it yeah but I mean it's a kickoff show I take it back cruiserweight title might be a good match it might it might be it might be they usually have some good matches together yeah the, the the cruiserweight division is I mean to me it's still not what it used to be once upon a time but Every now and again, no. I, I, I tune into a match, and it's kind of like, okay, that was really good. They got some great talent. I just don't think they, I just don't think the writers care that much about the dull vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they got some incredible talent. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Because I mean, even when they uh, before they started doing two hundred five live, and they were putting cruiserweight matches in into the shows, into SmackDown, into Raw, it was like. These are definitely like if you were at the show, you would be going to the bathroom or going to the concession stand during this match. And what I think might happen is probably they'll start. Then maybe we'll start putting more effort in the two hundred five when slash if they bring up Ricochet from NXT. Oh, okay. If they bring him up. Because they could keep him in NXT and let him kind of, you know, keep that going for a while. Right. But, and I'm sure, I, th- I, I, I say if, but they'll probably bring him up at some point. And if they put him in 205, then I think he'll, I think he'll bring more attention to that show. Because he's just a freak. Right. Do you, do you <laughs> think that, do you think that's, uh, that's good? Like, is that in best interest? Will... Will he just kind of get swept under the rug at 205, or do you really think he can, he has that kind of draw? I think it's it's possible, but at the same time, I think he's he's too talented for people to ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> I think no matter what show he's on, people are gonna he's gonna get some eyes on it just be, just for his name alone. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, from from the. I've only seen maybe two matches, and after that, I was after the first one, I was a Ricochet fan. <laughs> and I think the first one oh, was Rick, the. Rick, uh, Ricochet. I think I saw the. Uh, I think my first match see, seeing him was. Uh, uh, I think it was Takeover, the Takeover uh, before WrestleMania. Oh yeah, that was, that was a great match. Yeah, before WrestleMania at, in New Orleans, it was like, it was like, what, what, what is this? Like, I've, why, why have I been missing this? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was supposed yeah, to be, he's, he's I was, I was supposed to be at a birthday party this Saturday night, and I'm kind of oh. like, yeah, I'm kind of gonna not be engaged because I'm gonna be on my phone watching NXT Takeover. <laughs> like I'm gonna try to find a corner and just be in my phone watching Takeover and just try to like but, pop oh. pop out in between matches. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I did that. Well, I did that with uh oh, what was it? Extreme Rules. I was out with some people and I, I had it on my phone and I'm just you know 
having a conversation and looking back at the phone. Right. But, you know, anytime Ricochet's on, I got to check it. So he did so, he's done so much stuff in Japan. They put him on Lucha Underground for a little bit, and he was killing it there. Like, he's, I mean, he did, he's done Dragon Gate, he's done New Japan, he's done Jakarta, like, he's been everywhere. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Ricochet. <laughs> but enough about NXT, let's talk about this SummerSlam night. Okay. Because, let's, let's get into it, let's. Let's get our predictions. Let's talk our smack on Brock slash Kells. Close enough that neither one of them are here, so. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, kickoff show. We're going to run just run through that because the kickoff show is like the least of anybody's words. So, kickoff show. This, uh, this uh, mixed tag match with uh, Rusev and Lana and... Uh, Almas and Zelina, who you got in the, in the kickoff match? Bruce said, Why? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's, I'm thinking it's Rusev Day. <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, yeah, it's Sunday's going to be Rusev Day, for sure. <laughs> Alright, so um, what about uh, Lashley and Elias? That actually might be kind of interesting. I'm 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 going Elias all day on that. Really? That he, he he's too over. He's not gonna he's not gonna lose that. Doesn't matter if it's pre-show, main event. Doesn't matter. He's they're pushing him. Yeah, they they are. They're definitely, they're I, I, I definitely so. agree with that. Um, but it um, could go either way. But I don't see yeah. that happen. Did you see Lashley get whacked with that guitar on Monday? <laughs> he ate that. He ate that. <laughs> he took that one. <laughs> I was like, huh? I was like, okay. It's like he might take the, but I, I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I think the, uh, I think the, the Bobby Lashley push is over, especially after um, him and not. I, if he had ended up going to face Brock, then I would say the Bobby Lashley pushes on, but I think it's over. So I think, <clears throat> I, think yeah. I think he's kind of just hanging around now. I don't even. I, I just don't think. I don't think Bobby Lashley's gonna be around too much longer. I don't know, but that's need to hear. I don't think. <laughs> so, all right, next match we got the uh, the. <laughs> that's what they really call him, the Boss and Hug Connection. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Against the Riot Squad. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, I got Riot Squad. I, yeah. Yeah, great. Because they just, they, they just brought her back Monday night, and yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not gonna have someone return just to lose, you know, a week later. Right. Yeah, great minds think alike on that one. I've got Riot Squad. I just think they're. Plus, I think um, they're a better team. I think they're more cohesive. Like they're pretty much played Sasha and, and uh, Bailey as as being unstable. They they dropped the ball, but with those two, so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they could they could have done so much better with them. 
than than what they're doing. Like they went into this whole emotional story. It's just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, cause yeah. like I really like uh, I like Bailey and I like Sasha, and I and I I still enjoy them in matches, but it's like kind of like the storyline is kind of kind of blowing me. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. But, but uh, it, yeah, that that that. You want to talk about the bathroom break, Mac? That might be it. <laughs> that's early. <laughs> I'm getting on the pre-show. That, I don't care if it's early. The rest of the car is so good. That's yeah. You want to be there for the rest of it, so you go into the bathroom early. I really, honestly, <laughs> I really do. I really, I really want. I mean, I'm not going to have a bathroom break at the main event. Clearly, right. Other than that. The rest of the night is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. This is a, yeah. Like I said, this when I looked at this lineup, this is pretty much going to be like a you want to be locked in front of the TV the whole time. Like you really don't want to miss anything. <clears throat> but the last uh, kickoff uh, kickoff show match, uh, cruiserweight title, Cedric Alexander, the champ versus uh, Drew Gulak. Who you got? I think I got good taking it. Yeah. I think you. I think you. Like I said, these two got. They got good chemistry against each other, and I think. I think he's gonna take it. Okay. Hmm. Um. I'd say I really had no vested interest in it, <laughs> so <laughs> I was Fair gonna enough. go. <laughs> Cedric Alexander keeps his title. Um. But I'll I'll keep with you saying that I'll keep my I'll keep my eye out for it and check it out just to uh, and try to actually pay attention to it to see what what's going on because I just feel like I just feel like the cruiserweight division right now is really a lot of just a lot of fluff like I really have I haven't seen anything yet that really kind of sucks me in and I've and I've tried. I've tried. Yeah. I've seen, and I've like you said, I've seen decent talent. Like it's not that they're not talented. It's just I haven't. It just hasn't really just completely got me invested. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. Let's get to this main card. So yes. I broke this up: uh, SmackDown matches versus Monday Night Raw matches. Um, this is this first match. Long time coming. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. For the story alone, this is gonna be a great match. Yeah, they've been like, like the wrestling will be fine, but take take wrestling out of it. The story itself is beautifully told. Like this has been going for years. This is. This, I'm excited for this. This is this this uh this rivalry right here has been in the slow cooker. <laughs> like they didn't they didn't do this fast. They did this has just been simmering for a long time and they've just built this on is it how little. You do a storyline. Yeah, it's just built they've built on it little by little over time and it's just like just when you thought, okay, here comes the match. No, they're not doing the Daniel Bryan versus the Miz match. <laughs> it's like, okay, but they really need to do one. It's like and they've just been like I said, they've just been letting it simmer for a long time. And then, I mean, literally to me, it feels like the story came out of nowhere. Like, as far as the match is concerned, it just seems like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. But it's like, 
it's good because you've been because everybody's been wanting to see it. <clears throat> so who you uh, who you got? Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. I got Miz. Really? They're they're not going to end it. It's this. They've been building this up so much. They're not going to end the feud with this one match. Hmm. Daniel Bryan will win the war, but this is the first battle, and I think Miz is going to take it. I was thinking Daniel Bryan takes this one, but okay. I don't. We'll I don't. I don't see the. I don't see the feud being over. I see. I could see the Miz uh, doing one of his classic heel type moves and losing the match, oh. and then talking about it on Tuesday like he got screwed. <laughs> and keeping and keeping it going. I could. I could definitely see him pulling that off. And quick little plug for the Miz. Have you watched his uh, his reality show? It's actually pretty good. Is it good? Is it good? Okay. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like he, um, you, you can kind of, well, I mean, whether you want to say reality TV is scripted or not, if this is supposed to be real life, then I can see why he translates so well into entertainment. Oh yeah, that's how he got famous. But um. Yeah, I, and I actually, yeah, I used to watch the, the Real World back in the day, before, way before he won it. But um. oh, I, I, I never watched it either. But I remember one time <laughs> we were at my grandparents' house for Thanksgiving, and SmackDown was on, and we're watching Miz doing his thing. My sister just happens to walk in the room. She goes, "Hey, is that Mike from Real World?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, how the heck do you know that?" She's like, "I love that show." Like, oh my. Yeah, real real world was the real world was, was the thing, man. That pretty much that really started it all from everything we see right now. I know but, that's what I believe. Real, but real world was a really good show. Like it, reality TV shows now are nothing but like constant catfights and drama and stuff like that. Just a whole lot of nonsense going on. And the real world was you took. You took five or six strangers, you put them in an apartment together and see how they are able to, uh, how they're able to work through living together. And it was like, I mean, while it had its drama, like it was, that's not what it was all about. It was literally like people just trying to live their everyday life with a bunch of strangers. It was a really good show. It was actually a really good show. And it wasn't... It wasn't like <laughs> I actually tried to watch uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians once, and I was just like, I was like, I don't, how do people do this every week? I just feel like I lost brain cells. Are you, are you, are you really admitting that on the podcast? Are yeah, you I, I am. I actually am. I am. And you, not, you know what? You what caught me? What caught me was look. What caught? See, but let me stay true to who I am as a man and say that sports sucked me in. Because I was watching TV and I caught the preview as the show was coming on, and I saw Tristan Thompson on it, and I was like, "Tristan Thompson's on there," and I was like, "Let me see what this is," and that's what that's what kind of sucked me in, and I didn't last ten minutes. <laughs> I was just like, "Nah, I can't do this. <laughs> I just can't." It just didn't even didn't even feel right after that. 
I couldn't do it. I was like, I'll, I don't see how I'll, this I'll show. Let, I'll let it slide for now, just because we got a lot more show to cover. It was Tristan Thompson. That's all I'm saying. Tristan Thompson sucked me in. Sports. Cleveland Cavaliers sucked me in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our next match on the list uh, man I'm going to catch this later um, <laughs> our next oh, match yeah. on the list Smackdown Tag Championships the Bludgeons but, Brothers yeah. versus the New Day oh it's the Bludgeons Brothers still you got Bludgeons yep Logic tells me say bludgeon and like wrestling like wrestling nostalgia tells me pick New Day. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> the New Day. This, about this. New Day doesn't need a winner or whatever. They're, they're over and up. They don't need it. <sighs> they're the new Santino. <laughs> they, can lose, they can lose forever. People are still gonna love them. Right, them throwing pancakes and everything. They really caught fire with this gimmick. Like they were so cheesy when they first got together, and then it was just like, oh, oh that was terrible. They just they were um, so annoying. <laughs> they just caught fire, it, and they had like they it, it became so bad. It, uh, I don't know. I I hate to put it like this because because of how much I don't like him, but they're almost like Lil Wayne. Because some of the stuff he says is so stupid that it comes it, it comes around full circle and it's like okay that's kind of funny right right because one day it's like it's so annoying at first but it's like okay you know what I kind of don't mind it yeah this is kind of funny <laughs> this, is, this is a little entertaining I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work well, let's go with that let's see what happens yeah they kind of but no I still I still got bludgeon. <laughs> Well, I think uh, the the Bludgeon Brothers have beat them down before, pretty bad. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with New Day. I'm gonna say New Day. I'm gonna say New Day pulls it out. Okay. By the skin of their teeth, mind you. <laughs> like this will be one of those. This will be one of those matches where like the guy you wants to win pretty much spends the whole match getting the snot beat out of him. And then somehow, some way, in the last two minutes, he has a flurry and wins. Like it'll be that kind of win. It won't be like they, like they're just wiping the floor up with the Blood and Brothers. I, I don't see that at all. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So next up, we got the uh, we got the U.S. title: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. The rematch. Who gets the low blow first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who gets it first, but I'm picking Nakamura to take the title. He's gonna keep it. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm thinking. Je- I'm thinking Jeff gets it back. Oh, okay. We're, 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 we're going off the on just about all of these, aren't we? Yeah, we're right. yeah, we going, yeah. I'm thinking Jeff gets it back because Jeff got screwed out of it so badly. <laughs> I think Jeff gets it back. I know. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he like, I, the way Shinsuke won the title from him, I never saw that coming. Never. 
So I feel like he, I feel like he gets it back, and maybe um, <clears throat> somewhere uh, somewhere down the road, uh, Shinsuke Shinsuke probably gets it back from Jeff, and maybe that's how they keep this little rivalry going. Or, right. or if not Shinsuke, uh, Randy Orton comes into the comes back into the mix somehow and get and get oh, to, he'll, and get to he'll be involved in some some form. Yeah, because because they got like a little they have a little three way thing kind of going. Like he definitely has a problem. Uh, uh, Randy Orton definitely has a problem with uh, Jeff Jeff Hardy. But Shinsuke is not really sure where Randy Orton is with him, and I think Randy Orton eventually shows the true colors that he don't care about nobody, and he he gets the title. He tries to get back into the mix of getting the title back, and I think he goes. After, I think he goes after Jeff. Interesting, interesting take. But no, I still think Shinsuke got it. Okay. And if Shinsuke keeps it, I, I still think Rand, Randy comes after him. Either way, I think Randy's coming up to somebody. But oh, Randy's well, involved. I think he'll he, be involved in some way. Yeah, but I think he made it very clear a few weeks ago when he uh, when he attacked Jeff and ripped his gauge out of his ear. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was <laughs> he made it very clear he does not like him. <laughs> All right, so next up on deck, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship, Carmella, who beat Charlotte Flair and Oscar twice, versus uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat. <laughs> wow, you, you had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Actually, yeah, they, I actually okay. think that's kind of annoying that she keeps saying that, but it's, <laughs> I had to go there. That, that, but that fits with her character. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Um, you know what? I got Becky Lynch, actually. Ah. And, I really do. And, and we come back together because I was thinking Becky Lynch. I, I, oh, wow. I've, okay. been see, I've been seeing the I've been seeing the Becky Lynch push for her to get the title back. I've been seeing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's gonna happen. <clears throat> and this would be a perfect time for for them to do it too. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, I felt like Becky Lynch for a while kind of went went the way of uh, like Finn Balor, <laughs> like. She had the title, lost it, and then like never even sniffed it again for a while. Right. And and now that she's kind of been getting some, she's been kind of getting some some wind uh, some wind behind her back to kind of push her. So I think that this is I think that this is it, and I think this is really big now that it's a uh, now that it's a triple threat match with Charlotte. I think um, I think uh, I think beating beating Carmella. By herself, it doesn't 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 uh, elevate her any because I think at this point people kind of can could see her beating Carmella because people I, I know I I don't I can't believe Carmella beat Charlotte Flair and Oscar 
I can't believe that. Well, I I can believe the Oscar uh, defeat because it was it it fit her character. It was sneaky, but her being Charlotte Flair, I didn't see that coming. So, um, I think Becky beating Carmella by herself is more of an expected thing. But now it's a triple threat match with Charlotte involved. I think the fact that Charlotte's in it puts her over. Yeah. I, I just I just want to see Becky do well. <laughs> yeah, like, like, we, we, we know Charlotte's going to... She's going to be around forever. Yeah. She's going to be like her dad. She's going to be a, be a Hall of Fame all of that. Right. So, like, Becky... That's that's that Becky Lynch, that's my girl. I think she's gonna she's gonna pull it off. You know, I said I've I've liked Becky Lynch from jump. I was I was, I've always been a been a fan from day one. Um, yeah, I think she. I just think she she's a great wrestler. I like the character. The characters. I mean, it's a simple character. It's nothing drastic, but everything about her is like is solid. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I like the accent. Uh, <laughs> just the accent. I, like, I like the accent. She's a good character. Yeah. Yeah, she's a um, she's a she's a uh, I mean, if you want to say she's a good guy, she's a good character that like is not goody goody that gets on your nerves. Like she has a she's a good character with a little bit of grit. Oh yeah. So yeah, so she doesn't get on your nerves. She doesn't irk you. She's just like okay. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> Alright, so now we're going to go on to the uh, WWE Championship match. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Did you ever think you would see this match? No, actually. Like, <laughs> Summer, WWE SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. Former TNA champions AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Really? God, I love it. And I got AJ. <laughs> I got AJ keeping it. See, we, we have come back together. We split and we have come back together. Because <laughs> I got, I got AJ. Um, we're back on it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Um, this is gonna be a great match, but I don't. I I feel like Samoa Joe Samoa Joe has locked in this spot as like just the heel of heels. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, Yeah, like yeah, I don't I don't I don't think he doesn't to me he doesn't need the title. He doesn't need the title to do anything. No. Like his character his character is solid as is, but I think AJ And some characters do that. Yeah. He's just a he's just a uh, a consistent adjutant to whoever he decides he wants to he decides he wants to beef with. <laughs> but I honestly, like I said, I didn't see this match coming because of of them initially being on different brands. So then I didn't think this match would ever happen. But then him switching over to SmackDown was like, okay, this, we're about to see this. This is gonna be great. So. Yeah, if he if Samoa Joe happens to win this, I'll be really surprised. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's gonna win it Sunday. 
but he'll get it at some point. You you think he'll? Uh, so you think he does have a, a a title reign in his in his sights in the near future? Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how near we're talking, but at a certain point, yeah. Like maybe even though, the next, even though he, even though he's pretty much he's bigger, but he's more over without the title anyway. Uh-huh. He's still like he, he's still too good to, for them to not give it to him at least once. So let's say like the next two to four years, you think anywhere in there, Samoa Joe? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. All right. So now we're going to move on to the, the Monday Night Raw cast of the lineup. So we've got. Here we um, go. This is like. This could have been on the pre show. Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I'm surprised it wasn't on the pre show. And I got Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. <laughs> I got I'm Finn. not 100% sure why. Baron Corbin has not been future endeavored yet, but I think I think the next round of the next big round of cuts that they do, he's on the list. Mm. I really do. And like I mean, I've never really I've never really gotten into his character, uh-huh. but I want to I want to see him do well just because he's a livelihood. But I just there's something about it. He just doesn't he just doesn't really have a personality. Yeah, I think it doesn't come off on TV, and that's I think that's his biggest problem. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's bad when um, <laughs> your your storyline is <laughs> the best storyline they could come up for you and an opponent is your beef is you're bigger than him and he's smaller than you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your that's your motivation. Go. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what they did with uh, Daniel Bryan and Cass. Was Cass talked about Daniel Bryan? And, 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 and look who's gone, and look who's still here. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I at first the whole uh, the the whole constable thing was kind of funny at first, it, but it got old real quick. And then, uh, then I started thinking, yeah, I like Baron Corbin better before the Constable thing. So like, it wasn't like he was one of my favorites, but whatever you had going before, like you messed that up, and that's worse. So I think I think you're probably right. He probably is on his way out the door because they're probably they're making so many changes with his character to try to get him. To try to get him over somehow, I think that's just a recipe for you're gonna be gone soon. So they're, they're just trying to they're throwing stuff in the wall and seeing what sticks. Like nobody expected New Day to get over the way they did. Nobody expected this Rusev Day to catch on. Like you never know what's gonna be the thing that gets the crowd going, and he just he just needs to figure out what that is. Right. Um, and I I get that, but I think I think even in that there's like 
there's like a basic fundamental. Find something that find something that the crowd can catch on to. There's gotta be there's gotta be something you can do that that gets everybody that gets everybody hooked in. Even if even if they hate it at first, which we see with New Day, even if they hate it and think it's cheesy, if it's catchy, it'll it'll stick. And I yeah. think I think that's what got New Day over. Like it was cheesy, but it stuck because it was catchy. It was easy to it was easy to hook on to. And I mean, you look at you look at Braun Strowman. Like when I see old footage of Braun Strowman, it's like that's not the it's not the same. Like he came in, you know, with Bray Wyatt and the goat mask and all that stuff. And it was like, yeah, if he was doing that now, I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't like Braun Strowman. But he he got yeah, something he got something that catchy. He got the you know get these hands, the monster in the bank, and you know the monster among men. He got all this stuff that was real catchy, and you know and then they found a way to kind of even build on the character a little bit. But I think with Baron Corbin, they're not they're not doing that with Baron Corbin. They're just they're they're trying they're trying other tactics that to me don't work and I think they've seen it not work so it's like why do you keep doing it it's like you see what works I mean even you know I mean you look at anybody everybody has like a they have some kind of catchphrase or something that everybody I mean Kurt Angle Kurt Angle was a heel and people started chanting you suck that turned into his biggest catchphrase <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like now he comes out the music and people chant you suck with joy like and he it's, right so it's like yeah just find some try to find something that is you know that's that's easy for people to kind of sink their teeth into like yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't know I mean <laughs> I mean, if, if he were like a manager or something like that, I mean, and even even with that, I still think you kind of follow that formula because I mean, you look at Paul Heyman. I mean, Paul Heyman has his intro that he does. It's like, you know, the crowd, you know, says the whole intro with him when he starts talking. You know, so so yeah, I think they just. I, I- I think let 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 Corbin go away for a little bit, repackage him, bring him back at like yeah, bring him back at like Survivor Series or the Rumble or something that's like a surprise, like something. Repackage him a little bit, and maybe that'll get him over. I can see that. Maybe. Probably, probably not at the Rumble, because you only got 30 spots, and at this point, nobody's going to want to see him be one of them. Right, right. Like, if you're getting a surprise entrance, you don't want him to be one of them. <laughs> the most underwhelming surprise entrance <laughs> of all time. <laughs> like, like, like that Rumble when everybody, right before WrestleMania 30, when everybody wanted Daniel Bryan, and he came out number 30 with Rey Right. And any other time, people would have loved that. But no, he got thrown out of the building. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. So, 
Let's move on to uh, Raw Tag Raw Tag Championship. Speaking of catchphrases, okay, I'm starting to I'm starting to really like <laughs> Team B's theme music. <laughs> the B Team's theme music is just like it's it's catchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything we're doing is great. Yeah, the the shirts the shirts with the handwritten B on it is just like everything. <laughs> just all works. It all works. <laughs> it's like these guys were so cheesy with the Mister Raj and I mean, it, you think I mean Bo Dallas has just been cheesy thing after cheesy thing, and now this has finally caught fire. But. We've got the uh, we got the B team versus the revival for the tag championships. Who you got? B team. See, I told you we've come they're, together. They're, they're, they're running with this. They're running with this, and they're gonna keep pushing this as long as they can. <laughs> yep, I told you we come back together. I got the B team. Like I don't. There you go. I don't, I don't see why anything else should happen. <laughs> other than we, the took, we took a little detour. <laughs> for a minute. I want to see the B team do a crazy celebration um in the post in the post show like they did when they won the titles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh for sure. <laughs> they were so lit. <laughs> they were running all over the studio and screaming. <laughs> it was like I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't help but... They were probably legitimately that excited about it. Yeah, they probably were. And it was just like, you couldn't help but, you couldn't help but like them after that. It was just like... Yeah, you just couldn't help it. It was just like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm all in. (laughs) B-team. So, moving on to what... With with this, with this guy could always possibly be match of the night, the Intercontinental Championship... Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Burn it down! And honestly, I'm not sure who to pick on this one. This might be the most evenly matched match of the night. Yeah, with, um, I mean, Dolph is going to have Drew McIntyre in his corner. Seth's going to have the Lunatic in his corner. I'm thinking Rollins just because they, they made that big deal about Ambrose coming back and probably being involved. But I, oh, this this really could go either way. Yeah, it it could. Um, yeah, I I have to say, like I keep I keep thinking back to the uh, the Iron Man match that they had. Um, yeah. Which I was like, man, I was like, Seth really got screwed because he had him pinned. He had that win. Oh, he did. <laughs> and time ran out, um, and then he got then he got screwed when uh, Kurt made him come back to the match. But um, I, I'm going with Seth too. I think Seth gets gets his title back. Um, I think he's uh, he's had too many opportunities. To, to beat Ziggler uh, since the pay-per-view and somehow they've been screwing him now that he's got a little backup to kind of to watch his back and he can just focus on Dolph Ziggler I think he, I think he pulls this out but I think this is going to be uh, I think this is going to be phenomenal 
Like I said, possibly match of the night just because it's Monday Night Rollins and and even though Seth is forsaking the, the showstopper uh, tag, is that's that's who he is. <laughs> so I think they I think they're gonna I think they might steal the show for for that one. Yeah, I'm definitely calling that match of the night. <laughs> but you never know. Both of them are too good to, yeah, it's match of the night. But this match could be match of the night. Raw Women's Championship with Biscuit Butt and the baddest woman on the planet. Hey, <laughs> give some respect on her name. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Alexa Bliss, the women's champ. Versus Ronda Rousey. Who you got, man? I don't even want to talk about this one. I don't even want to talk about this one. Bro. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to... I really, I really want to say Ronda wins this one. But, um... I have a feeling that I have a feeling Alexa has a trick up her sleeve, and she's going to oh, really, and she's going to beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah, not clean. She's not going to be the queen. If she, if this was gonna be clean, I'd have Ronda all day. But I think she has a. I think she'll have a trick up her sleeve, <coughs> and um, and she'll get uh, she'll she'll get this one on Ronda. That'll. That'll keep that feud going too, because Ronda will be Ronda will be ticked that um, that she got cheated out of a win, just like she got cheated out of the, uh, the win at uh, Money in the Bank. Whatever. So. I'm, uh, um, I'm yo. You're not gonna believe this. I got Ronda. Uh, Sam, they, <laughs> the, they the, they the stars had a line, Sam, and we back. we were back on the same page. And now you picking Ronda Rousey? <laughs> she, 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 she's about to get the Roman push, whether anybody wants it or not. Oh, she's Ronda's been had a push behind her. They they are they are protecting her at all costs. No, she's she's not losing this one. Like I said, they were going to have her win the title at a big pay per view. This is pretty big. Yeah. This is the type of uh, type of show that I'm talking about, where they can have her have her moment with the title. So I don't want it to happen, but but it's going to happen. I really think it is, and it kills me so, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so you think if, if Ronda wins this title on Sunday cause that's what I really want I want Ronda to win the title Sunday but um if Ronda wins this title Sunday do you think this is the start of a long title reign or a short one like she has it for like I don't know till the next pay per view and loses it or I- something like that if she if she wins the title, I think it's gonna be like I want to say it's gonna be like an Oscar push 
when when they talk about her win streak and stuff. Mm. Like I really think they're gonna take this to Mania somehow. Wow, that's a long ways away. You talking April? So you think they give they give her a push till April? They, um, how how long was Oscar's NXT run? Five hundred something days, something like that. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like close to two years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ronda getting the, the Oscar two years. I, I, think, I think she's going to do it. But I hope I'm wrong, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> That's funny. You pick Ronda and hope you're wrong. I pick Alexa and hope you're right. All right, so now we get to the final match on the card. Unfortunately, we don't yeah. have Kells here tonight because we need Kells for this one. I got questions. I need answers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Hold, hold on, hold on now. That is not the final match of the night. Oh, I skipped the match. How are you? How are you forgetting the monster in the bank? Oh, I did skip the Monster in the Bank match. Oh, good looking out on that one. Good looking out. Good looking out on that. Oh, Sam. (laughs) I even brought up the Monster, too, and I didn't even think about that. I know. (laughs) Okay, Monster in the Bank versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank contract. Who you got? Oh, I mean, come on. Strowman, monster, all day. <clears throat> I'm going monster, but um. I will also say this: whoever wins will cash in that night. There you go. That's my. That's my. <laughs> that's my caveat. Whichever one of them wins. This is more of a personal preference. I want Strowman to win. Whichever one of them wins is going to cash in that same night. Look, I'm thinking Sunday night, the Universal title will change hands at least once, if not twice, Sunday night. At least once. And... The once could be the match itself, or the once could be money in the bank contract. But it's changing hands. Either way, Brock is not walking out of there with the title. <clears throat> so, we'll, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say that. So we don't have the we don't have the advocate <laughs> for Brock Lesnar, J. Kells, to defend his boy tonight, but. Yeah, as far as the match, if just the match itself, I'm going Roman. Likewise. Um, but <laughs> again, but if if I go Roman, I'm still feel I'm feeling bad for Roman because uh, <laughs> he'll be champ. I'm not. He'll be he'll be champ all of a couple minutes. <laughs> If um now going back to this uh money in the bank match, um 
while I'm going with while I'm going with Braun, I feel the same way about that match the way I feel about the Alexa Bliss Ronda Rousey match. I feel like Kevin Owens has a trick up his sleeve. And I think he I'm, sure he, I'm sure he has a trick that he'll try to. Because he knows he doesn't want to face Braun Strowman one on one. Because he knows Braun will murder him. So he doesn't want to face Braun Strowman. I think he has a trick up his sleeve to beat Braun, being that he can beat Braun any kind of way, whether it's count out, pinfall, submission, whatever. He can beat him any kind of way, so he'll figure out a way to beat Braun. Probably, I'm thinking Kevin Owens does something like he does what he's been doing best, which has been running from Braun. He probably runs from Braun. Braun chases him. Ends up in a part of the building too far away to get back to the ring. He gets back to the ring. Boom, count out. Kevin Owens wins the money in the bank match. Kevin Owens cashes in um, Sunday night against uh, Brock or Roman. And actually, either way, actually. Brock is not walking out there with the title. It's not happening. I think if if Roman wins the match, actually, if Roman wins the match, and that happens, if Roman wins, Kevin Owens doesn't win the title. If Brock wins the match and Kevin Owens cashes in, Kevin Owens will win it. Okay, I can see that. Because then that way, you still get the title out of Brock's hands, which is what I think ultimately they're leading up to, <laughs> is getting that title out of Brock's hands. Oh, yeah, that, that's happening. No way. <laughs> the advocate won't like that, and I'm sure that's not his pick. His pick is Brock's just beating everybody. He's beating everybody, and he's just going to be Universal Champion forever and ever because he's the main attraction, and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. None of that's happening. None of that. <laughs> Brock's losing. Brock's losing his title Sunday night. <laughs> so Brock is not walking out of there, champion. <laughs> and see now, and I wanted one here. I want to talk about him because they've been. Um, what do you think about the the way this whole storyline's been going? Like, okay, first last week. Brock doesn't want to come out, and if he doesn't come out, uh, Paul Heyman gets fired. Brock finally comes out. He's, you know, he's slinging bodies around everywhere. He's hurting people. Then uh, he apparently looks like he's turning on Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman's fearing for his life, basically. Then you turn around this week, and Paul Heyman maces Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar comes and beats up Roman Reigns, who can't see because because he's got pepper spray in his eye. So, what do you think about this whole like? Are they just are they just uh, are they just playing like sleight of hand? Like everything it, they're making it look one way when it's really something else. Like everything with Paul Heyman and Brock is cool. They're just they're just playing a game, trying to play with people's heads. What do you think is going yeah, on? Yeah, everything's cool. Everything's fine with them. But you also got to remember, remember what I said before, 
whoever has the upper hand on the go to, on the go home show before the pay per view almost always loses. Not every time, but most of the time. It's usually a pretty good guess that if somebody comes up, somebody's got the upper hand on the Raw before the pay-per-view, then at the pay-per-view, they tend to lose. Hmm. Good observation. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens, though. Because I bet every dollar I got, they have not decided on a winner yet. <laughs> How many dollars? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, they have not figured out a winner yet for that match. So you, so you I bet what I bet what they're gonna do. I bet they're gonna, they're gonna wait on crowd reaction and see what happens. When you say uh, they're gonna weigh in on uh, wait on crowd, crowd reaction, are you talking about that night, the actual physical crowd? Yeah. Or you think social like media is included in match, that too? Like during like during the match, refs gonna have an earpiece in, and they're gonna and I think depending on how the crowd goes, they're gonna relay the message to him so he can tell Brock and Roman what the finish is. I bet they start that match not knowing. Wow. Wow, that's a that's a nice little twist. Uh huh. I could be wrong though, hmm. but I just think that I think they're going to go into that match not knowing who's going to walk out with the title. <laughs> and then we're just going to we're going to hear in the background the ref look at uh, Brock and go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down. Oh, that, 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 that's going to be interesting right there. <laughs> Your contract is up. Lay down. <laughs> wow. You got to make Roman look strong. <laughs> right. Lay down. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. It'll be it'll be a good show though. It's a solid, a solid little card. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, That's what I'm saying. Other than that main event, pretty much every other match on on the on the main show is pretty good. Yeah, big ups to the big like, ups to the writers I, I on this one. I can't look at I can't look at the main card and say, oh, I don't want to see that match. Yeah, definitely. Now that. That pre-show is something different, but um, yeah, the well, I probably say, well, I don't even really say that about that match because I like Finn Balor. I'm not That's mad exactly at seeing. I'm not thinking. mad at seeing Finn Balor. I'm not mad at that. I was thinking the exact same thing. Like I like Finn Balor. Anytime I can see him wrestle, it's a good day. It's like. Baron Corbin and I can do without but you're wrestling Finn Balor and maybe that's the maybe that's the 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 trick to that match is people like Finn Balor this match means nothing the rivalry is like I said essentially 
I don't like you because you're small <laughs> is, is the basis of that rivalry. Maybe they're using Finn to try to get him over because they know Finn is a draw. Right. So if we can get people to invest into a rivalry you're having, that kind of gets that guy over too. That could be it, but I think I I if they were but with them with that being said, I would like that match better with the old Baron Corbin, not the not the new one. Definitely would like. I hope with. it's one of the first matches on the card. I'm thinking first match because, like I said, the match the match has no stakes whatsoever. None. No. <laughs> there's no titles. There's no. There's no, if you win this, you get a title shot. There's, there's no stakes to this match whatsoever. It's literally just, I don't like you because you're smaller than me. And I think I can beat you. Even though you've already beat me before. Like, the match has no stakes whatsoever. So, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, or, or, or they slap it in the middle somewhere and it's really like a bathroom break, concession stand break type of match. So I'm thinking beginning either first match or somewhere in the middle. Cause it, and plus there's um yeah, I'm thinking first match. First or second, you know, somewhere early on. Yeah, because this there's too many title matches. There's too many. Yeah. Yeah, too many too many matches that actually mean something to try to I think put it anywhere else. But like I said, overall, I think it's, I think it's gonna be a, a great. But like I said, overall, I think it's, I think it's gonna be a, a great pay per view. And um, oh, for sure, they're really, um, they're really going this last little quarter of the year. They're going strong this last quarter of the year. You have to, because the beginning of the year starts the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, before we know a WrestleMania will be here. That's that's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. So alright, Sam, that's that's all we got for this week, man. That was a lot. That's all we got for That's this all week. we got. Wow, okay. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got, man. But um like I said, SummerSlam looks like it's gonna be a um it's going to be a really great pay-per-view. Um, for those that don't know, we plugged it earlier. For the small price of $9.99 a month, you can have the WWE Network. First month is free to new subscribers. SummerSlam is this Sunday, August the 19th at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. With yes, a pre-show. Sir. So you want to... It's going to be a long show. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking. I think um, I read somewhere along the lines of like four to five hours. Something like that. Four hours for the main show. Yeah, so. And then probably like another hour for half hour, hour for pre show. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably, probably about an hour just because it got, it got four matches, so. But, um. Yeah, that's going to be great. Um. Make sure you, uh. You guys will be tuned in to social media. Make sure you tune in to social media. I'll be live tweeting on Sunday night. And I'll be posting highlights um, as I can get them Sunday night. So, I'll be busy. 
and hopefully, uh, and hopefully, uh, WWE doesn't uh, block my stuff like they did last time. I was I was probably like one of the first people getting highlights up because I was able to uh, I was able to get uh, well I ain't gonna say how I did it I'll just say I was able to get highlights recorded so I could post (laughs) 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 that's all I'm gonna say I was able I was getting I was getting highlights of the pay-per-view this was the uh, the last pay-per-view yeah the last pay-per-view and um I was posting highlights on on Instagram, and next thing I know, I started getting all of these notifications. It was like, "This is blocked. This is blocked." But it uh, it was only on Instagram. It wasn't on. Um, I was posting stuff on Twitter. Twitter wasn't getting blocked. Okay. But Instagram was because Instagram is getting real tight with their stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. a lot of stuff I posted, um, but I was mad because, like, maybe like a half hour or so after my post got blocked, I would see another page with that same post up. <laughs> it was like, okay. So I don't know. I don't know how that how that quite works out. But yeah, so I, I so worst case scenario I'll probably stick with pictures. Because pictures they don't block pictures. They pictures are fine. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but but yeah, I'll but I'll be live tweeting. I'll try to get highlights up and, and updates and yada yada and all that good stuff. <clears throat> But in, yeah, but in the meantime, Sam, tell them where they can they can hit you up on social media. Man, Instagram, World of Kids Drummer ninety three. You already know. Celebrate Rusev Day with me. Let's have a good one. Rusev Day. <laughs> and if y'all don't know, Sam got bars. <laughs> Sam got <laughs> Sam be having bars. Be having bars if you don't know. Um, uh, shout out to. I was homie. wondering if that was gonna come up. <laughs> oh, this is gonna come up. We were talking about you the other day on the uh, on the phone conference. Uh, <laughs> Sam probably has the uh, the best line of the SPAC challenge. With, no I should have been on the original version. Like you probably you killed it with the best line. Um, <laughs> But for those that don't know, shout out to the homie Rick Sincere. He's working on a new yes, uh, album uh, called Beyond Belief that's going to be out very soon. Right now, we're doing uh, what's called the SPAC Challenge. So if you go on Instagram or Twitter, um, look up uh, Rick Sincere. That's R-I-C-S-I-N-C-E-R-E. Uh, look up Rick Sincere or go to uh, any track stars page. Um and you'll see people who submitted videos, Sam being one of them, <laughs> um, for the SPAC challenge. So if you got bars and you're listening, um, go to Rick Sincere's page, that, get the download link, download the track. If you got a Hot 16, give us a minute video and submit it. And you could get featured on the remix of Rick Sincere's uh, track entitled Spectacular. So... That being yes, said, sir. sure you hit him up. Like I said, the homie Sam over here submitted a video. He's got bars. Best line of the challenge. <laughs> I <knew it> <laughs> um, so, and if, hit Sam up if you want a rap battle. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but um, um, 
You can also hit me up on social media at Damo underscore CN3D. That's D-A-M-O underscore S-E-A-M-F-E-A-Y-N. The number 3D. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also hit up the Outsider's Edge on uh, Twitter. And that's X-S-D-R-Z-E-D-G-E. I do a lot of spelling. Um, But (laughs) if you're listening, look at how we spell the name for the show. That's our Twitter handle. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then we uh, got the homie Jay Kells who isn't with us tonight. The advocate for Brock Lesnar. It's no longer Paul Heyman. No, it's Joseph Kelly. Um, hit up Jay Kells on Instagram and Twitter at jkells318. And he also does his other show about this raggedy football team in Dallas that we're not going to talk about. Um, if you want to hear about that, then hit up <laughs> Jay Kells. I don't know why, I but I can't imagine why you would. Exactly, I don't know why you want to talk to Jay Kells about this team and this football team in Dallas. But don't don't do you that. You want to hurt yourself? That's fine. Just just talk to him about wrestling because that's what we do here on the outside of there. So yeah, hit us that. up. Do that instead. Better yourself. Do that instead. <laughs> We're the worst. Right, <laughs> it's all love here, fam. It's all love here, but this, I know. I know. <laughs> but this is that's it for us this week on the Outsiders Edge. Make sure you tune in to SummerSlam this Sunday. Like I said, we'll be live tweeting, and then you can also hit us up on Anchor. Or before I forget, yeah, if you're on Android, if you're not listening on the Anchor app, you can find us on Podcast Republic for the Android users and on Apple Podcasts for the iPhone users. So hit us up, call into the Anchor channel. With your questions, your comments, you like what we said, you don't like what we said, hit us up. We don't care. Just hit us up and talk to us. We want to engage. We want to talk with you. We want to hear from you. So this is Damo. This is Sam Blackwell with the Outsider's Edge. We are out. We out. Let's go.